Let's talk about our democracy for a minute. But let's do it in a way that makes the snowflakes' heads explode. Let me be clear before this podcast begins. We are loud, loud proud, proud, and do not give a fuck. This is the Tony Michaels Podcast. Real and raw political and social commentary. The freedom to oppress the rights of other people is not liberty, you shit-eating moron. Ah, the smell of freedom of speech. This is the Tony Michaels Podcast, and this is Tony Michaels. Hey, Tony, fuck them. Well, good afternoon. Happy hump day. Thank you for joining me again on Let's Talk, the Tony Michaels podcast. I am the Tony Michaels. Every Wednesday, every single one of them, 4 o'clock Eastern, 3 o'clock Central, right here on YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. We're live. We are live. And we all know that uh, last night there was a significant thing that happened in this country where we have an election, and Democrats lost a very vital election to what Democrats would think was a very vital election. So I think we're going to talk about that today. But the first thing I want to bring up before we go through the subjects that we are we are going to traverse today is uh, we just seen on the Senate floor, I was watching, that the John Lewis Voting Rights Act can't even break a filibuster. Can't even break a filibuster. Uh, this is the second Voting Rights Act that hasn't been able to pass a filibuster. And it's more proof than ever that the filibuster is killing democracy. You got that? Democracy is killing democracy. I don't know if it was exactly designed that way, but it's being used that way. And it's being used by a particular party to do that. (laughs) The humorous part is, is that immediately after they filibuster a voting rights bill, which gives the rights for Americans for choices that they want their elected officials to be, and also to make sure that they are have access to the ballot, access to that right to vote, they go on the floor and yell and complain and whine and cry and be snowflakes about how making the choice of not getting vaccinated could possibly make you lose your job. All the while saying, well, we're vaccinated, but we want people to have the choice to be vaccinated or not. They do have the choice. Stop fucking whining about it. It really is rich. That they're whining and complaining about people losing their freedom of choice on the floor of the Senate when people had the choice to get vaccinated or not. No one's holding them down and putting the needle in their arm. Nobody. Not anybody. No one's getting forced to get vaccinated. You're making the choice. You just have to live with consequences. How the hell don't we know definitions to words anymore? We're probably going to talk about that a lot today. Definitions of fucking words. Jesus fucking Christ. We live in a country with JFK Jr., CRT, and GQP. Voodoo. Cult voodoo. But the Republicans in the Senate go to the floor to whine and complain and be snowflakes about making the choice and losing your job. Well, that's the choice you made. That's the consequences you have. that's, That's how choices work. That's how liberty works. That's how freedom works. That's how it works. All the while, while they vote down the Voting Rights Act, one of the one of the one of the actual rights that's enshrined in the Constitution that is that we have is to the right to vote, the right to pick our politicians. Well, with last night, with last night and the way that they won in Virginia, we can see why we can see why that they're terrified of making sure the people had the right to vote and the people had the right to know the truth. Because we're going to talk about that today. Not only are we going to talk about the Build Back Better Act really quick. I'm going to go over that real quick. We're also going to talk about Matt Gatz threatening to blow up metal detectors or something. I don't know. This this fucking bonehead. They they just can't stop stepping all over themselves and committing what seems like crimes. We're also going to talk about the... Uh, the JFK Jr. Dallas Daily Plaza thing. Have you seen this? I know you've seen this. This is the fucking craziest goddamn thing I've seen in a long time. These people are nuttier than a pile of squirrel turds. 
I mean, a huge fucking pile of squirrel turds at that. I mean, just massive. I've never seen a fucking pile of squirrel turds this big and this fucking nutty. It is insanity. So we're going to watch a video on that. But I also want to talk about the Virginia race and critical race theory because there's a lot of debate about this this morning. Was it the thing that put the race in play for Yunkin? Did he win on education? Is it education that he won on? Did the Republicans really want to hash out an election in 2022 on education, on public education or not? We're going to run through some of that. But as you know, we do the shitless roundup during the week on the Twitch channel. And you should go follow the, the Twitch channel so that you can you can participate in the shitless roundup. What we do is we go surf the trendy trends and the tweety tweets on Twitter. Live on a stream on Twitter and on Twitch. And it's really easy if you download the Twitch app. I don't, I don't get anything for you downloading the Twitch app. I'm just saying that it's easier to watch with the Twitch app. And here's why. is because you can actually move the screen over and you can surf Twitter, if that's what you like to do, while I'm serving Twitter. If that, if that's what you want to do. The app works perfect. Perfect for that. So check us out over on Twitch. Check out the the the, the previous streams. They're all there for you to watch. You can also get on YouTube. If you're on YouTube now, give us a thumbs up for this broadcast as well as subscribe because you're not going to want to miss anything because I know the next year is going to be absolutely crazy with the 2022 election and how the Republicans have already started to frame it this morning. (laughs) They've already started to frame it, not about CRT, about education is what Kevin McCarthy, the McFluffer, that's what I'm going to call him, McFluffer, Kevin McFluffer. Uh, he he also referred to Donald Trump as a past politician, so we might talk about that as well <laughs> as we get into the stretch here about Virginia and what they want to make the election about and how that all came together. Because a lot of people, a lot of people are worried. A lot of Democrats are worried in this country that Yunkin won. Um, you know, it, it happens. Good news is, is we're a year out from the from the midterms, which gives us time to make sure that we win the midterms because our democracy may depend on it. Seeing what we've seen from the Republicans in the last few last few weeks, it is definitely, and, and even today, it is definitely something that we're going to have to do is make sure we save our democracy. And speaking of that, if, if you want to keep, keep going here on the podcast, subscribe to the YouTube channel, subscribe to the Twitch channel, go follow me on uh, YouTube, or uh, excuse me, follow me on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. I've been on the Instas. I don't know if you guys caught last week's special guest episode with Nikki New, but she has convinced me that Instagram might be a decent alternative to TikTok. I don't know. We'll see. I'm going to try it out. So go follow me on the Instagrammies, the Grammys or whatever whatever it is over there. I don't know. I'm still trying to figure it out. If you go over there and look, you can, you'll can you notice that I'm still trying to figure it out over there, what the hell's going on. So go 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 check us out on the social media channels. And also, if you want to support the store, or excuse me, export the podcast, go to store.dtonymichaels.com. Uh, use the promo code podcast, get 10% off. You can also go see, we've got some brand new hats in the hat store. Just go to thetonymichaels.com. You can also use the promo code podcast in the hat store. Just go to hats.dtonymichaels.com or just go to thetonymichaels.com. They're at the very top. The hat link and the, the merch link are at the very top. There's two merch stores there. One has hats, one doesn't. Go check those out. We've got some new Stop the Cult shirts in there. So any of the proceeds go to the podcast, keeping it going with the software, the broadcast, the Twitch the Twitch streams, all that stuff. And I appreciate all your support out there. Several people have either posted or sent me DMs of uh, uh, um, Stay Pissed. We got the Stay Pissed uh, mugs in the store. The merch stores. A few people sent me some pictures of their mugs and a few pictures of hats. And I, I appreciate all your support out there. We really do appreciate here keeping it going. Keeping me yelling and screaming and staying pissed. Staying pissed so you don't have to, but you should stay pissed. You should stay pissed and you should go fucking vote. And speaking of go fucking voting, maybe what we should do is get to the shit list. You guys know we do the shit list roundup on Twitch. And then we put it on a list. And if it makes the list, it makes the shit list. The shit list. All right. Welcome to the new shit list format. I'm trying out a few things here to see how it looks, about how the shit list looks. Make it it to where you guys can read it, can understand what we're going as we go through 
line by line by line. The first thing I want to talk about is the Selective Committee's DOJ. Um, a lot of people are concerned that the DOJ still has not charged Steve Bannon with uh, criminal contempt of Congress, which I'm concerned too. I don't know why the, what the DOJ is waiting on. Actually, I do know. They're trying to convene a grand jury here and get the grand jury to charge Steve Bannon so it looks unbiased. Who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? This is about staying pissed. And this is the first on the shit list of staying pissed. Is is making sure to hold the DOJ accountable. I don't know why the DOJ thinks they need a grand I know why. I, I shouldn't say that. I know why they think they want a grand jury. They think they want a grand jury so they can be non-biased and appear to be non-political and all that bullshit. Well, it's it's about time we stop that fucking nonsense and just do what's right. Do what's right. We know what the fuck happened. We know that even members of Congress were involved in planning the Cheeto Dust Kangaroo coup. Sedition. Of course, we, we, already, we know that now. We're going to find that out. There's subpoenas dropping for Eastman. Marjorie Taylor Greene, it looks like. Because she was donating money to the cause, even. At her campaign, apparently. Or a pack, or I don't know, some dumb shit. Who knows with Marjorie Taylor Greene, that seditious traitor. We're going to get to Matt Gatz here in a minute and Lauren Boebert blowing up metal detectors. But the Department of Justice needs to not worry about a grand jury. The grand jury was the House of Representatives. They voted on the floor to hold Steve Bannon in criminal contempt. That's good enough. That's a good enough grand jury vote. So move on with it. The country's getting pissed off and getting irritated. And the select committee needs to move this along faster and faster and faster. They need to stop pussyfooting around. The country wants fucking answers for what happened for the Cheeto Dust mobster and his and his fucking his minions to try to overthrow the Constitution of the United States on January 6th when they laid siege violent siege on the Capitol going in to try to kill lawmakers including including the the, the Mike Pence the Vice President of the United States which all these people are capitulating it's very confusing. They were on the kill list, and now like, oh, it, was, uh, it wasn't that bad being on the kill list. They were just tourists. Okay. Because tourists, tourists need a guarantee of blanket pardons. You heard this story from the Rolling Stone, where the members of Congress were giving these organizers the guarantee of blanket pardons from the President of the United States if they helped them uh, attempt a Cheeto Dust kangaroo coup. Get the fuck out of here. All right, I want to move on to the next topic. I, w- I want to get through this pretty quick. And the reason why is because I want to spend some time on the last two subjects there. and, and Not just JFK's laptop does coke. I want to explain that, that headline. <laughs> but I also I also want to get through the Matt Gatz, but I want to go over uh, the Virginia governor race theory. <laughs> And critical race theory. I kind of went over it today in the stream, but I want to. I want to reiterate that, and we we need to we need to drive this point home um, for for Democrats out there, because people are worried. They're like, "Oh no, what are we gonna do? Are we gonna lose twenty twenty? Should we give up? Should we not? No, you should fucking fight. You should stay pissed. You should stop the cult. You should go fucking vote." And I'll explain that. But let's get to the build back better get done. The build back better get done. It better get done. Look, Joe Manchin and Kirsten Cinema are going to vote for whatever bill comes on the floor. Everyone keeps debating this. Joe Manchin keeps moving the goalposts. So does Cinema. She doesn't talk. The progressives want to obstruct, don't want to obstruct, want to obstruct, don't want to obstruct. Stop. Stop it. Quit talking about the fucking number. No one out here in the country gives two fucks how many trillions of dollars this costs. They really don't give a fuck. They don't. They don't give a fuck. And if they tell you they give a fuck, they don't even know what's in the stupid fucking thing. Anyways. Which we're going to talk about what's in this bill compared to why this why this relates to the 2020 uh, campaign. And already, Kevin McFluffer, Kevin McCarthy, has already, I, I think today, he really made a huge mistake on their win in Virginia. With their narrative, he's already made a huge mistake here by moving by moving the stake. I, I don't know why he, I don't know why he framed it up this way, but he did, and that's good for us. And hopefully, we can grow on that and keep pushing and pushing and pushing. Because with the Virginia race, they're getting emboldened, and that's one reason why the bill back better is falling apart again. Who gives a fuck what the number is? No one cares. No one cares. 
They don't. And Manchin and Cinema are going to vote for that bill, whatever's in that bill when it gets to the floor. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. So, fucks Manchin and Cinema. Don't worry about them. Don't worry. Stop worrying about that. Stop. Stop worrying about that, progressives. And just move forward. Do what you got to do. Vote on this son of a bitch. Prove to the American people that we voted that you can do anything. You can do something in Washington. You can actually get shit done. You you don't have to rely on obstruction that Republicans normally rely on. Here. And fuck Joe Manchin and Cinema. They're, they're going to vote for it. Done deal. I'm telling you, whatever bill comes to the floor, they're going to vote for it. They have to. They don't have a choice here politically. Just Just do it. Now let's get to this Matt Gatz, Lauren Boebert clip. Uh, this has been going around the internet, um, and it seems pretty significant, um, especially since we have seditionist in this Rolling Stone article um, where we have two whistleblower type, you know, they got immunity from the select committee. It's supposedly an organizer and a planner, whatever the hell those titles mean. They're seditionists. They're insurrectionists is what they are. They are planning to overthrow the, the government of the United States. And they were planning with members of Congress. And we know now, uh, through the Rolling Stone article, that these people are testifying that not only were they helping plan with the members of Congress, but the members of Congress was communicating with Grandpa Poopy Pants through some channel. I believe it's Bannon. I believe that's why they're trying to use executive privilege to stop the communications from Bannon and the the former president of the United States, Donald Trump. That's that. I, I believe that's the channel of communication that the congressmen were using, the congresspeople, because it was Lauren Boebert, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Gozar, uh, Louis Gohmert, Andy Biggs, several of them. But this is a weird video of Matt Gatz that I'm going to show you here. And if you haven't seen this video, if you're listening to this on the podcast, you really need to go find this video. You're going to hear the audio here. But there's more to this video than just just the audio. Matt Gatz keeps showing up at these small little uh, rallies for these America First candidates. These these Nazi these small Nazi gatherings. That, he, that they have. And he, he does them like on the back of a trailer with hay bales. And sometimes on the back of a pickup. And that's what this one is. They're in like a little, I don't know, some kind of park or something. And he's sitting on the back of a pickup with a sign that says America First on it. They're not hiding They're not hiding their fascism anymore. Um, obviously. They, 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 they still speak in code. You know, they don't, <laughs> they don't want to say hail Trump. But, you know, America First. You know, that's code language. Right? We're going to talk about code language here in a little bit. Code words. Code words! What are code words? They speak in code. They've been doing this for decades and decades and decades. With welfare queen and all kinds of code words that they've been using to describe to describe others in this country. But this video of Matt Gatz is... is um, it looks weird, but at the very end it's kind of disturbing. So let me play it. Listen real hard to what he says at the end, and then we'll talk about it. My friend Lauren Boebert from Colorado, yeah. She, yeah. She, they put in metal detectors on the floor of the house because as like a five-foot-nothing woman, she carries a firearm for her personal protection. So, oh, they got triggered by that. I said, man, we, is it is it Tannonite or C4? We want to put in those metal detectors when we blow them up and we take them to the party. Yeah. So, <laughs> first off, the first problem here that I see is his friend is Lauren Boebert. <laughs> he would describe Lauren Boebert as his friend. That's the first. That's the first thing that's kind of odd to me. Um, but <laughs> but the next thing he's talking about the metal detectors and how he's talking about how oh gosh they're so scared of little old Lauren Boebert carrying a rifle or a firearm onto the floor of the house. Like what if 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 gun if she's got a gun, right? Okay, let's let's just let's just lay the whole house metal detector thing aside, right? Cuz you've seen pictures and video of this fucking this Bobert fool, this Bobo. I call her pew 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 pew. If she is 
uh, claiming that her firearms are for self-protection, right? And that's why she has it. What does it matter if she's a small little woman or a seven-foot-tall burly guy? I mean, what does it matter? I mean, isn't the weapon supposed to be the protection part because she's so small? What, what, I mean, so why her size? But then, then you go to the fact that she needs a weapon on the... F- why? Why would a member of Congress need a weapon on the floor of the House? Why? That's kind of asking, like, why did Mo Brooks wear body armor on the day of the insurrection? Like, why do you, what, what, why do you need, what possible reason could you have that you need a firearm on the floor of the house? It's already been proven when an armed insurrection happens at the Capitol that the Capitol Police, the Secret Service, and the security there will, will use deadly force if they need to to protect you. They did. They used justifiable deadly force on Ashley Babbitt to make sure they protected those members of Congress from a violent threat of a mob. So why would you need a weapon? Why do you need a weapon? What do you need a weapon? To protect yourself from whom? So that's one question that I get. But then he says that they want to blow up the metal detectors, which I don't know why they think that it's a funny idea to bring explosives into the Capitol building and hook them up to the metal detector and, and, and detonate it. Well, how is that a funny idea? And how is this not being uh, investigated by the at least the ethics committee at a bare minimum? That he's talking about bringing explosives into the Capitol and blowing up the metal detectors so they can bring weapons onto the floor of the house. They really do. These fucking GQPers really do want a Taliban-style control in this country. That's what they want. They've been begging for it. They've been begging for it. They're taking away women's liberty on their uterus. Totally stripping away women's uh, liberty. And they started in Texas, and if it succeeds in Texas or in Mississippi, whichever one of these laws that the Supreme Court strikes down Roe v. Wade, because that's that's what it seems like is going to happen here, is they're going to find the appropriate one for this conservative, uh, uh, gerrymandered, GQP, crazy-ass court to strip women's liberty away from them in this country. Because it'll be one state, and then it'll be all of them. And women will lose the liberty of their body. That's what will happen. <laughs> All the while, they're voting no on voting rights and complaining that people don't have choice over what is put in their bodies when they choose not to get vaccinated. Ugh, just the stupidity. But how in the hell is Matt Gaetz allowed to say something like bringing explosives into the Capitol and hooking them up to a metal detector and explode? Oh, he's just joking. He's just joking. He's just joking about that. Well, let's let's look at someone else here, back before the January 6th, who was just, uh, she, she wasn't being too serious. Let's look at this. I played this last week, but let's play it again. Just finished with our meetings here at the White House this afternoon. We had, got a, had a great planning session for our January 6th objection. We aren't going to let this election be stolen by Joe Biden and the Democrats. President Trump won by a landslide. Call your House reps. Call your senators from your states. We've got to make sure they're on board and we already have a lot of people engaged. Okay, stay tuned. Yeah, see? See what I mean? See what I mean? The thin-veiled threats. The thin-veiled threats. And it turned it turned into a violent insurrection, is what it turned into. And we know now that she was helping plan the violent insurrection. So when Matt Gatz gives these little jokey jokes, when he's when he's out there campaigning for a bunch of f- fucking Nazis at America First Nazi rallies, it really it really is not kind of hilarious. It really is not amusing that he's talking about bringing explosives into the Capitol and blowing up metal detectors so they can bring firearms on the floor of the House. Boneheaded type shit. Boneheaded type shit. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of boneheads, speaking of boneheads, world-class boneheads, 
Yesterday we watched a bunch of uh, Trump-pumping evangelical QAnon freaks go down the Dallas. It is hard to even pack all the craziness into this one little box. I have, uh, you see the headline here, says JFK Jr.'s laptop does coke. <laughs> I mean, this is this is Hunter. This is way beyond Hunter Biden hysteria. Laptop hysteria. This is crazy ass shit. These people somehow believe that JFK Jr. is gonna. I don't know. He was gonna appear off an alien ship, or maybe he was hiding in a cardboard box for the last twenty years. I don't know if they thought JFK was actually gonna come back to life. These people. Number one, they believe that JFK Jr. is would be a Trumper. That's that's even actually fucking dumber than actually him coming back to life or he's been alive this whole time. That's fucking dumber than that. JFK Jr. was a bleeding heart liberal who owned a liberal rag in New York City. You're still talking about the same JFK Jr. that that we're talking about, right? Like, died. I just want to make sure you guys don't know what critical race theory is or anything like that. So I just want to make sure we're on the same crazy ass page as you. JFK Jr. would not be a Trump pumper. Like, that's not not even close. Like, he wouldn't, he would be 100 miles away from Trumpism. Not even fucking close. I mean, he probably makes Bobby Kennedy look like a goddamn Trump pumper. He's a fucking liberal. He ran, he had a liberal rag, a liberal magazine. You know all that liberal media that you hate? He owned part of that. Jesus fucking Christ. But these people go down to Dallas. To Daily Plaza. Where his father was shot and killed and assassinated on live television. Why did they think he was going to appear there? JFK Jr. has really, I mean, other than his father was killed on that spot. And that's the significance to the family. Shame on these people for, you know, basically terrorizing the family with this type stuff. With this nonsense that they're doing. But why would he appear there? Only to believe maybe that JFK is coming back to life? I have no fucking clue why they chose that. I mean, any time, if, if anyone remembers in the 1990s, when JFK Jr. would actually do press conferences for his liberal rag because he's a liberal who owned a liberal magazine, he was a fucking Democrat. Not only that, he was a goddamn liberal. You hate liberals. You hate them. You think they suck blood out of kids and stuff. He would be one of the blood-sucking George Soros cabal. You stupid fucks. Anyways, when he would actually do a press conference for his magazine, he would do it in New York City. Like, that's where he would have... He wouldn't go to Dallas. He would have it in New York... I mean, that would be my assumption. I mean, if JFK Jr. was still alive, that's what I assume he would do. That would be his natural instinct. Anyways. But the craziest part to me about this this because i think this is actually some progress in other words in real life progress because a lot of this QAnon stuff lives online and these people live vicariously through this QAnon story and this QAnon storyline like wrestling online right it's not it's not real life right do you get me it's not real life they're participating with the storyline virtually and it's like reality tv on their cell phone right (laughs) well this is real life when they go down there and they fly to dallas and they all stand there in daily plaza waiting for jfk jr to show up and jfk jr does not show up or jfk or bobby or any kennedy for that matter they just they don't show up and when that goes by they're like oh fuck so then they gotta you know they gotta move the goalpost of course so they move it to some rolling stone concerts or some shit I guess that's maybe what some of these people were there for was a Rolling Stone concert. I don't know if there's like a huge QAnon following for the Rolling Stones or something. But if there really is, apparently, apparently the Rolling Stones were walking around Dallas just out in the open. No one bothered them because everyone was down there gawking at the QAnoners. The the fucking crazy zoo down on Daily Plaza. Holy fuck. Whoosh! But they moved the goalpost. But I found, you know, there was videos during this time where they were waiting on JFK Jr. And there were some videos of people talking about how they met with Robin Williams and how they met with Dale Earnhardt and some other famous people. And other famous people were supposed to show up. I'm not sure where the uh, the like celebrity impersonators missed this because I think they could have made huge bank 
you know, with pictures and stuff, charge like $5. Like, yeah, I came back from the dead. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, these QAnoners hand out money like it's, you know, going out of style. They hand it to Donald Trump like crazy. Boom, 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 boom. Surely the, the celebrity impersonators could have made change down there, you know, off these people. But the video that I felt was very significant was after they had realized that they looked really fucking boneheaded that JFK Jr. was not going to show up, that no one was going to show up to anoint Trump king or run with Trump or some, I don't know, some fucking dumbass shit. But it became very apparent that, that they felt boneheaded. So there's a video of several people standing around, and I've shown it several times, but but it, it's several people standing around, and they're talking about the next the next thing that's going to happen. Like, the information, the great information that they're getting off the, the Facebook or the Ivermectin Institute or the the Gab or the Telegram or the... I don't know where they're getting this information. Just, let's just, let's just play the fucking clip. Okay, so there's a lot of things about this clip. Number one, they're all standing around doing this uh, misinformation thing in real life where they're like doing Facebook posts in real life about this QAnon stuff. Uh, it's it's really fucking disturbing because they're desperate. I mean, and you can tell they're desperate, not only in their delusion, but in, 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 in the continuation of this nonsense. But the one lady is uh, getting a little upset um, about why, 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 and then the, the tonight, tonight's gonna happen. Now, I'm not really sure if the Rolling Stone concert was on November 2nd or November 3rd, because then the lady proceeds to say that she has this great information. Now, that for you, if you just listening to the podcast, she was holding a little dog. I don't know if she pulled this information out of the dog's ass or her own ass, but she talks about this information that she has where Donald Trump. On November 3rd, this is what she says, on November 3rd at 1.30 a.m., he's going to fly into the White House. That's what she said, which there, there's a lot to try to figure out there. Number one, November 3rd at 1.30 a.m., like 1.30 a.m. on November 3rd was like 12, or no, excuse me, 14 hours ago, okay? For me, it was, and in Dallas, because that's central, it was, it was 14 hours ago. I think she means November 3rd, but November 4th, 1.30 a.m. You know, like November 3rd, the night, right? So like tonight, because I think the Rolling Stone concert is supposed to be tonight, not last night. I'm very unclear about this. Very unclear. But she said he's going to fly into the White House. I don't know what that, like if you take that literally, a little scary, not a good idea for advisable for Donald Trump to be flying into the White House. But I think she meant he was going to show up at the White House. And she's asking the question, why is that? Why is that? But, you know, I guess her dog is a good source of information. And her dog's ass may be even a better source of information. I don't know. The point is, the point is, is these people are not coupled to reality. They're in a cult. It's a fucking cult. And the problem that we have in this country is that the cult is leaking out into everyday life. And it's starting to affect elections. It's starting to affect elections with this critical race theory shit. We've seen this last night in Virginia, where this QAnon, MAGA, Trump-humping, Ivermectin Institute Facebook group stuff, where they're, they're, these Timothy McTrump-humpers are going to school board meetings and trying to force school boards and threatening them Sometimes with violence, which they're losing a lot of these races. These QAnoners are losing a lot of these school board races. But this narrative is leaking into our national races, which is causing people to be concerned about politicians having certain ideas and policies on education. And really, honestly, they're getting confused on what party is for public education and what party does not want public education funding at all. At all. They're getting confused. And because we have a new format on the show here, 
because we're going to start taking breaks, I'm going to talk about that right after this break. You sit your ass down. Sit the flip down. We're not finished. The Tony Michaels Podcast. We'll be right back. Trying to remember all the things you boycotted can really get you stressed. Because there's no good way to keep them from becoming a cluttered mess. Well now, there's Boycott Binder, the ingenious organizer that keeps track of everything and everyone you've ever boycotted. The 72-category filing system makes it easy to organize boycotted people, places, and things so you can find them with ease. The large centered area can even fit your boycott sign. But best of all, when you're done, the Boycott Binder folds right up so you can take it anywhere. So if you're tired of having a cluttered mess, call now and get the Boycott Binder for just $29.99. Plus, you'll also receive our next rep as a bonus. Just loop it around your neck to travel with ease. But call right now and we'll double the offer. That's two Boycott Binders and two next straps for just $29.99. Boycott Binders brought to you by the same makers of Binders Full of Women. Tony Michaels Podcast, Wednesdays at 4 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Central. Watch live on YouTube, on Twitter, and Twitch. Download on Apple and Spotify. Now, here's Tony. Welcome back from the break. Thanks for hanging in there with us. How did you guys like the boycott binder? Looks like you might want to get one, you know. We have to start boycotting. You guys know who that is. You guys know who that is in that video. That's Gabe Sanchez, actor and comedian Gabe Sanchez. Go follow Gabe. Um, I, I I seen this video on his on his uh, TikTok account, and I said, "Hey, Gabe, you gotta let me play this as a commercial on the uh, on the show. It'd be fantastic." So Gabe, let me play that. So go follow Gabe. Go give Gabe some Gabe some Gabe some love. He's got a few new videos out uh, here the last few days. Uh, so go check those out on his TikTok or on his Instagram. Or on his Twitter account. Uh, it is at I am Gabe Sanchez. So go help me and uh, give Gabe some love for letting us use his video as a commercial here on the podcast. Thanks, Gabe. All right, let's get down to the wind-up. Because I want to wind up and knock this out of the park. This shit list. I want to knock the shit list out of the park here. The shit list. And I want to finalize this by talking about the governor's race that happened in Virginia yesterday. A lot of people are pissed off about this. A lot of people are fired up about this. And this is what I actually like. I actually think uh, Democrats and liberals, you progress, you progressive, social, radical, commie libtards out there, they're all fired up. They're fired up on social media today. They are fucking pissed. Fucking pissed pissed and they want to know what the fuck they can do to make sure that this shit doesn't happen in 2022 in the midterms what the hell are we gonna do and let's talk about that first before we talk about the actual race because i've been saying go fucking vote hashtag go fucking vote stay pissed stop the cult go fucking vote and i've gotten some pushback a lot of people are like oh tony you can't vote all the time. We only have elections at certain times. I'm not talking about just voting. I'm talking about the process of voting. I'm talking about registering people to vote. I'm talking about finding your candidates in your local communities. We're not having a presidential election here. We're electing Congress people, local government officials. We're also electing... We're also electing in some states, state senators, senators, state senators, state legislators, other governor's races. This is important. You have to get engaged. You have to find your candidate. And here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. We got it. We got to stop this shit. We have to stop this shit. Where if we don't get the person we want, well, God damn it, we're just not going to participate. Well, if you want to lose the Senate, If you want to lose the Senate, if you want to lose the House, fine. Don't participate at all, as far as I'm concerned. Just don't participate. It's not even worth it if you're not gonna if you're not gonna make sure to participate to fight fascism. Because if you're all in to fight fascism, be all in to fight fascism. Let the primary process play out. Support your candidate in the primary process. Support them vigorously. 
And then when the primary process plays out and democracy has its way with the primary and determines who the primary candidate is for the general election, support that candidate. That's how democracy works. And if you're pro-democracy, if you really are pro-democracy, do that. Because we saw some pro-democracy from Virginia last night. Here's what I mean by that. It is clear that Glenn Youngkin had a certain strategy and won some of the suburbs of Virginia. And that put him over the top in a razor-thin race. Now, I'm going to explain a little deeper of what some of that, that strategy was and how it affects that race and the races coming up. But he had a certain strategy. And he won. And Terry McAuliffe this morning came out He didn't whine. He didn't complain. He didn't talk about voting machines. He didn't talk about voter fraud. He didn't talk about integrity of the vote. He didn't talk about audits. He fucking conceded like a goddamn man. Like a a fucking, a real fucking person would. A decent fucking human being knows they lost would go out and concede. And I applaud Terry McCullough for doing that. Of course we could play into this nonsense where we could question the vote, question the count. It's call for an audit for bamboo ballots. Glenn Youngkin, he looks like he looks like he he knows he knows some Chinese ballot printers that could bring some Chinese bamboo ballots over here to me. Maybe we should get some cyber ninjas. Or maybe samurai ninja. Sa- cyber samurai. I don't know. We could play that game. But we don't because we believe in democracy. And if you do believe in democracy, if you do really believe in democracy and you're pro-democracy, which I believe my audience is pro-democracy, then you will vote for pro-democracy candidates. You will make sure you vigorously defend your candidate that you that you want in the primary. And when that primary is over, you will support the candidate that wins the primary in your district. So when I say hashtag go fucking vote, I don't just mean go pull a ballot and mark your candidate. I mean find your candidate, support them in the way that you want to support them. Rather, that's actually being involved in their campaign. Maybe that's making phone calls. Maybe that's just showing them support online or calling them and say, hey, I support you. Hey, I support. Or you could physically go knock on doors, make phone calls, text message. As much as you want to participate, find your candidate and participate. Even if it's just you want to vote for them. Find your candidate, find out when you can vote, and when you're supposed to vote in the primary for that candidate, and go vote. Go fucking vote. That is how we are going to win. Because I'll tell you what, their plan is to gerrymander this thing. Their plan is to cheat. Their plan is to lie their way into these offices just like Glenn Youngkin did. Because that's what happened with this critical race theory shit. Because they have code words. They have code words. They like to cheat. They like to lie. I got an example of this. I have an example of this. Ron DeSantis, down in Florida, had a press conference this morning. And he was speaking in code word. Let me play it and then we'll talk about it on the other side. When you look at the Biden, the Brandon administration in terms of what they're doing. So that's the code word, let's go Brandon. You of course know it means fuck Joe Biden. Everybody knows it means fuck Joe Biden. They know it means fuck Joe Biden. We know it means fuck Joe Biden. But they're scared to say the word fuck because they're fucking snowflakes. They're fucking snowflakes. They wouldn't last two minutes listening to my fucking show for sure because they're fucking snowflakes. They can't even get off their ass and make sure that the statements fuck Joe Biden. But the reason why they do this is because they are geared. They are geared into code words. Build a wall. Lock her up. Critical race theory. Ah, there's a good one. They think critical race, critical race theory is about education. Glenn Youngkin, in the last few weeks, decided he would run on education and make sure parents, parents, had a choice in their kids' education. That's what he would say. That's a fucking lie. Republicans don't want parents to have choice in, in people's education. 
What is the one party in this country that has tried their goddamn damnedest, either federally or through local and state legislators, to defund public education through voucher programs, uh, defunding their transportation, anything they can to defund and get rid of public education? Because they know what happens when you educate people. They know what happens. What happens when you educate people is people know the difference between critical race theory and a goddamn racist trope that's designed to scare white people. Because that is what critical race theory is to the voters that went and voted for Glenn Youngkin in Virginia, in the suburbs, who are terrified of critical race theory. But they know what it actually means. Stop arguing with them. To my audience out there, stop arguing with these people about what critical race theory is. They they know they know what it is. They're not talking about critical race theory though. Let, let me put it to you this way: when they said build a wall, remember this: build a wall, build a wall. They weren't talking about the actual wall because we would say things like, "Well, pff, you can just fly a plane over the wall." There's such things as ladders. If you build a 20-foot wall, there'll be a 25-foot ladder business in Mexico that springs up. You can dig underneath the wall, we would say. You can't build a wall in the middle of a river, we would say. Because all that makes sense, right? They're not talking about a fucking wall. They're saying, we hate brown people. We hate brown people. It's code, just like Let's Go Brandon is code for fuck Joe Biden. They don't, critical race theory to them is not actually what it is. That's, that's the thing that we're like looking up and we're Googling and we're going, well, critical race theory isn't what they're saying it is. They don't give a fuck. They don't care. They're speaking in code. You want, you want proof of it? The Good Liars had such a great video and it should have been writing all over the wall should have been there with Virginia. Just by this video that Good Liars did. They interviewed uh, what appears to be an Air Force veteran. And he's talking about the number one issue in Virginia that he's going to vote on in the governor's race. Let's play that. What's the most important issue in the governor's race here in Virginia? Getting back to the basics of teaching children, not teaching them critical race theory. And, uh, and, and what is critical race theory? Well, I'm not going to get into the specifics of it because I don't understand it that much. But it's something that I don't, the, what little bit that I know I don't care for. And, and what have you heard that, that you don't, well, that you I'm don't not, like? Well, I'm, I'm not going to, you know, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't have that much knowledge on it. But okay. it's something that I'm not, that I don't care for. So he doesn't have that much knowledge on it. He doesn't want to talk about what it is. He knows what it is. And the reason why he can't say the answer to the question on what critical race theory is is two reasons. Two reasons. Because if he actually says what critical race theory actually is, well, we all know it is. Not what he's talking about. Or not what he wants to believe that it is. The code word. The code around critical race theory. I'm talking about the actual definition. That's why we shouldn't argue with these people, because they're two different things. The code word and the actual thing that it is. Because if he actually says on camera what critical race theory is, his entire theory falls apart. It falls apart right in front of the camera, right in front of the microphone. We can't do that. And the other thing he can't do, he can't say what the code word means. That's why he's saying it in code. That's why Fox News, OAN, Ben Shapiro, Charlie Kirk, Dan Bongino, all these fucking Nazi fucks, Glenn Beck, the likes of them, all of them, the right-wing fucking propaganda, Steve Bannon, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Matt Gatz, America First, Donald Trump, the Cheeto Dust Mobster, the fucking QAnon cult, the Ivermectin Institute groups on Facebook has been feeding this shit up to them. It's to give them the code words to go convince people that Democrats want to teach your white children to hate that they're white. That's what they want. It's code word. And they pulled critical race theory out because it's got a lot of buzzwords in it. Critical. And then race. Of course, they love the they love race baiting. And you know they love race baiting because they always accuse Democrats of race baiting. Are you race baiter? You know that's what they love when they accuse other people of doing it. But the one word they really love in this is theory. 
Because they know most of these QAnon people who are going to go down to see if JFK Jr. is still alive have no clue what the word theory means. And they turn this code word into a culture war. Got it? It's a culture war. And the megaphone for the code words is to get white people to believe. And it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't, it doesn't matter what it actually means. Stop arguing with these people about what it actually means. That's not what they're talking about. They're using it as a wedge issue in a culture war to convince other white people who does do, do not know what critical race theory is or do not want to look it up. Want them to think about what education is and isn't and what the Democrats want, what the Republicans want. And Glenn Youngkin used this in the last two weeks because Terry McCall kind of slipped up and said something that he, maybe he should have reframed. But this is this is all how the Republicans do. They, you, you remember, if you got a business, you didn't build that. They took that totally out of context. Taking it totally out of context. They do this. They love to do it. They love to take things out of context. And they love to twist it. And Youngkin did a very fantastic bang-up job in the suburbs to convince suburban white moms that he was for education. I would bet. I would, I, I'll, I, I would bet a lot of money on it. That Glenn Youngkin, one of his first initiatives when he comes into office with Republicans in Virginia is to completely gut public education. Vouchers. They w- they'll probably want to do with the curriculum like Texas has done with the curriculum and force parents to send their kids to schools where the curriculum is based on fucking nonsense. Where they have to have opposing opinions to Holocaust and all kinds of fucking garbage. Because, you know, you, oh, uh, oh, you can't call Christopher Columbus a murderer. You gotta fact check that. Oh my God, how insensitive to Christopher Columbus. That kind of shit. That kind of shit's what they're gonna do. That's what Glenn Youngkin's gonna do. He's gonna turn his back on all those people that voted on him th- that think he loves education. And this is where the Republicans have already, I think, in my opinion, have fucked this up today. Because their strategy here is critical race theory. Don't get it twisted. They want this wedge issue of race. They want this divisive issue of culture wars. And we have to win in that space. We cannot back down from this battle. We have to fight them on this battle. And today they slipped up. Kevin McCarthy says, and I wish I had a clip of it, but Kevin McCarthy says in a press conference today in response to the Virginia race, he basically says they're the party of public education. Well, that is all 100% bullshit, and we see it no more than we see it right now with the Build Back Better Act. Which is, which is designed to give more federal money to public education than any other fucking spending bill ever in the con- history of this country. At the most pivotal point of parents, children's education, pre-kindergarten, that Build Back Better Act funds that education for those parents. Just like it has funded all the other crucial education from kindergarten till 12th grade. Till you're a senior in high school. It also gives you education choices past high school in a two-year associate's or job training. Some kind of trade for two years. And not one, not one of the GQP are going to vote for that education. Not fucking one of them. If their plan is to run on education next year and run on who's the party whose initiative is better on education, fucking let's have that fight. I I would be more than happy to run on the record of Democrats in this country about education and public education, where it's going, where it needs to go, and where it needs to be funded and how it needs to be funded. And if the Republicans think they're going to run on their past record, and their future record, because let's 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 not let's not act like they're not going to when they take power in these places. They're not going to gut education. They do it every single time. If you live in a fucking red state, you know that's the first fucking thing Republicans go after in the budget is education. They gut education. There are teachers in this country that have to buy the pencils for their students in their classrooms because the school don't have money to buy fucking pencils. 
and the teacher takes it out of their goddamn salary. And it ain't it ain't because Democrats don't want to fund public education. Because we have the Build Back Better Act right now that would fund universal pre-K and would fund two... Well, it should fund universal pre-K and it should fund two years of an associate's degree or a trade. And they should put it in the bill and send it to the floor of the Senate and make Manchin and send him a vote on that son of a bitch. Today, tomorrow, the next day, whenever. As soon as you can this week. Get it to the floor. Show these motherfuckers who is the pro-education party. Who is the pro-public education party? Who wants to make sure we fund parents' choice of education in this country? If that's the battle, if that's the battle the GQP wants is education, when they're fucking, the, the biggest part of their base is showing up in Dallas because they think JFK Jr. is coming back to life? They can't even get straight with science and data and math on the coronavirus? They can't figure out. They can't figure out that 80% of the adult population in this country is vaccinated. And they're still yammering on about vaccine mandates. Because it's their base that doesn't want to get vaccinated because they kept telling them not to do it. Because they want to extend the pandemic. Because the pandemic drives wedges between us. Which gives them the opportunity to win races like in Virginia. Just like critical race theory is code word. Just like build a wall. Just like let's go Brandon. It's all code. All of it. When they say I want my freedom. I want my choice. What they mean is they want to be able to do whatever the fuck they want to do. Because they're white. Got it? Got it? Not, not. (laughs) We're real and raw here on the Tony Michaels podcast. So that is my interpretation, and you guys can actually go watch. If you go to YouTube, I put up uh, today, we did the stream, and I talked extensively, extensively about the Virginia's governor's race. So I'll, I will encourage you to go to the YouTube channel, subscribe, watch that video, or you can go to Twitch. Uh, please download that Twitch app if you're going to watch the streams. It's so much easier to watch the streams when you're on your cell phone or even on your computer. Because you can watch the stream and you can do other things while you're watching the stream. And I would encourage you to come watch the stream. I'm not sure exactly why everyone likes it, but everyone loves it. I'm not sure why. But I like that everyone loves it. And I like the, I, I love to surf with you guys on Twitter and do the shit list roundup. So that was today's shit list from the shit list roundup. The shit list. So thanks for joining me here on the Tony Michaels podcast. Uh, I really do appreciate um, your guys' support. Again, if you want to go follow us on Twitch to watch the Shitlist Roundup, uh, follow us on Twitch. You can go to twitch.tv slash thetonymichaels or just go to Twitch and just search thetonymichaels. You'll find me. Or you can go to thetonymichaels.com and you can find the YouTube, the Twitter link, the Instagram member. Remember, Nikki New last week was our guest on the special guest episode. By the way, go download. Go download that episode with Nikki on it. It's a great episode. But she convinced me that Instagram might be a thing I want to try. I'm not exactly sure of it, but I'm I'm going to humor the Instagram. So if you want to go over there and follow me and tell me how I'm doing, trash me. Say, this this post sucks. This is horrible. You're not doing it right. You're not gramming right. I don't even know that is what you call it. Because on Twitter, you tweet. So on Instagram, you have to gram, right? Isn't that what you do? You're gramming? I don't know. I don't know. I haven't done the Facebook or the Instagram stuff very much. But I think it's I think it's gramming. That's what I'm going to call it. Fuck it. Fuck them. I don't care. Fuck them. <clears throat> but go follow me on the Instagram. Also, if you want to support the podcast, other than just liking, sharing, subscribing, which we appreciate that support, we we also have a little bit of cost here keeping the show going, keeping the software up, keeping the publishing of the, of the podcast on all the directories, Apple, Spotify. You can find it on all those directories. Uh, go get you some merch. All the proceeds from the merch. You guys get a little merch. Uh, whether you want a coffee cup, a fuck 'em coffee mug, or or maybe a stay pissed coffee mug, and you can get you a fuck 'em hat. Just go to thetonymichaels.com, visit the hat store or the other store or the merch store. There's some stuff in each one, so go check them both out. And you, in, in either store, if you use the word podcast, you get 10% off your entire purchase. Again, the promo code is podcast. Thetonymichaels.com. Both those links are at the top. Whether you go to the hat store or the other store, 10% off if you use the code podcast so go support the podcast there 
And I really do appreciate you guys hanging out with us again next week. Uh, I think we're going to have a guest on Friday. It's episode 50 on Friday. Can you imagine that? Today's 48. Next next week will be 49 for the live podcast. And then number 50. We've done 50 fucking episodes. Holy actual fuck. We've done 50 episodes here. On the Tony Michael. Let's talk the Tony Michaels podcast. The, f- the place where you get the fuck them out. Right? The fuck them power. So come check us out next week, 3 o'clock Central, 4 o'clock Eastern on Wednesday, and then on Friday, we're supposed to have a special guest for episode 50. I will announce, like I normally do, next Wednesday, who that special guest will be. You know, it'll be previously recorded, and we'll air it on Friday, but I'll know who that guest is. We'll probably have the recording done by then, and we will air it on Friday. Same time, same place, 3 o'clock Central, 4 o'clock Eastern, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, you can watch it live. And then you'll be able to download it. So come watch next week. We're supposed to have two episodes. We're going to get to episode 50 next week. And before I forget, one more thing before I go. Fuck them! You've been listening to the Tony Michaels Podcast. Podcast. In your face commentary of current events and political news. No rules, no boundaries. I think we've made that perfectly clear. We hope you enjoyed the show and we'll be back soon. In the meantime, follow Tony on social media at the Tony Michaels. And until next time, raise a fist and repeat after me. Fuck them.